Chill out, Cranky. I'm listening to Virtual Theater's new Patreon series, Banana Slamma, which follows my adventures in the animated Donkey Kong Country cartoon show. They're reviewing each episode. It's bodacious! Virtual what now? What's a Patreon? Dude, Virtual Theater is a podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. And with Patreon, you get tons of extra content and bonus shows for only one dollar whoa not only do they show up on patreon but they also have shows on every episode of both captain n and the zelda cartoon captain n the zelda cartoon i heard those shows were as awful as your cartoon honestly these whippersnappers today don't know how to make a good show anymore back in my day we had real heroes that didn't need a Patreon to sell tickets and- Gotta go, Cranky. Candy's coming over to watch Banana Slamma from Virtual Theater. Catch you on the flip side. Subscribe now to Virtual Theater's Patreon for only $1 to get Banana Slamma, Zelda, Captain N, bonus shows, early access episodes, and so much more. Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha. How you doing, Al? Doing pretty good. Having a peachy day. I'm excited because it's Sunday, which means it's uh, Last of Us Day. So new episode of The Last of Us comes out this evening. Very stoked for that. You know what? Uh, here's a little plug for you. The next episode of Virtual Theater is on episode number one of The Last of Us. Yes, that's so cool. Did you guys already record it? No, no, no. We actually, okay. I, I haven't even watched it, but uh... I'm just gonna say, like, no spoilers, but it's fantastic. It's probably the greatest video game adaptation I've ever seen in my whole life. How many video game adaptations have you seen? I mean, I've watched a lot, <laughs> and it's, this is definitely the best. So I'm okay. pretty stoked about the whole thing. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe I will be too. I feel like I'm kind of at a place right now. Where I'm still questioning, like, and I could be, not that I think that it'll be bad or anything, but, like, have, have you ever played The why, Last of Us? Yeah, questioning why it's needed. I Like, like I don't, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to say why it's needed, but, like, um, because I think that that universe is, like, very rich for telling stories, but, mm -hmm. like, it, it's such a cinematic game. Like, it's almost right. like you're playing a movie, so I, I'm still kind of trying to so, come to terms with that i'm sure that yeah, the show will prove me wrong because i've heard it's very it, good it is very good but the thing is that i actually have had this question come up a lot when i talk to people about this they're like why is it needed like if you played the game you know you've experienced the story as like 
like the best way and i agree but a lot of people haven't played that game a lot of people are not video game inclined but you have a lot of people that are walking dead fans you know zombie apocalyptic fans and they'll tune into something like that and then they get to experience the story i've talked to so many people who have not played the games that are experiencing the story for the first time and so that's why i think it's needed Uh, you you know what i think that's fair i think that's fair the only thing that i heard and this just makes me sick Every time I hear this, it makes me sick. Is the video game movie curse is finally over? Ah, makes I me sick. I don't feel that. No, there's no, there was no curse ever. It's definitely very good adaptation. Oh, that's... and there's there's adaptations that are not great, but that doesn't mean it's a curse. It just yes. means whoever was responsible I... for writing it kind of sucked. I love you for saying that. That's why we do this show together. Man, <laughs> there never was a curse. Honestly, no. there never was. The movies that everybody makes fun of were pretty much as good or as bad as like every other movie in the era. So mm-hmm. we talked yep. about that a lot, actually, on our last episode of Virtual Theater. We finally covered Sonic 2, which is like... Oh, yeah. Have you seen Sonic 2? Yeah, it's fun. I loved it. I would it's say fun. it is like... Like... It it wasn't it, like it's not for me like it's it's a movie right. for kids but like inoffensive fine fun yeah like you know just it's fine it's a good time that's yeah. it yeah so we talked a lot so about funny. like the the video game movie curse on that uh, mm-hmm. on that episode but I digress um, we're here to talk about Zelda today and in fact we are here to talk about Dungeon Week which kicks off at ZeldaDungeon.net this week where uh, the writing staff is going to be putting out a series of thought pieces and editorials and other stuff that is dedicated to the dungeons of the Zelda series. So we did this first, I want to say back in like 2018, and we've been meaning to do it again. And I actually can't believe it's been that long. five, five years yeah. now. Yeah. So excited to have it come back. We're kicking it off with the Zelda cast, and we are going to be talking about uh, our favorite dungeons from each game. But before we get there, we do have a little bit of... Uh, House cleaning to take care of. I put out the challenge to all of our Twitter friends and people that uh, if we could get... So we hit 400 followers, which is awesome. I think like uh, two weeks ago. And I said, listen, if we could get to 500 followers, someone is going to get a ZeldaCast piece of swag. Or Omega Metroid. Or I think there's still virtual theater shirts. Whatever. Just let me know. Um, and I will, I will send it to you. And so we delivered. We over-delivered, actually. We hit that. And so right now, I am going to pick a winner. But we did hit a little bit of a snag, actually, because um, I'm going to have... I can't announce the winner right now, because long story short, we didn't do one of those, like, retweet and follow gimmicks. It was just, like, follow us. And there's actually no Twitter picker that lets you just pick a follower, unless I'm mistaken. So I'm going to use a random number generator right now. And I'm going to pick that number, and then after the show, I'm going to do some homework, and I'm going to find out uh, who who won. So so let's do it. Let's uh, we have 500, and actually, we should, I should put in the amount of followers we have. That would probably be good. Um, okay, so we have 521 followers. So let's go and let's pick a winner. So 521. We're going to generate. Da, 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 da. There it is. Okay, the three hundred and seventeenth follower. You, my friend, are getting a Zelda cast uh, T-shirt or Omega Metroid T-shirt or whatever. 
allow me some time after this is done. I'm going to go through our follower list and figure out just who in the world our 317th follower is. But if it's you, congratulations. You've won some Zelda cast swag. You're going to be the coolest kid on the block, guaranteed. Love it. So, yeah. I love it. There you By go. By the time people are listening to this, they'll know who the winner is. <laughs> Unless I pull a Spiterian, just don't forget to do it. That's possible. <laughs> that is possible. Love that. Love um, it. Okay, speaking of, speaking of Omega Metroid, Al, will you allow me to toot my own horn just for a quick second? I guess. Next week is episode <laughs> 250 of the Zelda cast, which equates to roughly about five years. It's also episode 150 of the Omega Metroid podcast, which equates to about three years. By the way, it's our four-year anniversary of virtual theater, so I just want to, you know... Dang, Gina, I don't, amazing. I don't like to pat my own my own back very often, but uh, I, I think that's kind of impressive. Like, three podcasts yeah. that, you know, have, have, that have been stuck consistent the distance. for that much time. That's amazing. A little bit proud of that. So, uh, uh, to celebrate, we are going to bring back the return of uh, a fan favorite that we did, what was that, for episode 200? So about 200. a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be doing ZeldaCast versus Omega Metroid Trivia again. So the team, Team ZeldaCast is Allison and Adriel. Team Omega Metroid is Dak and Doom. And um, I am your impartial host because I'm <laughs> on both sides. But we're also bringing in Jules, who is also involved with both communities, just to moderate because we had some... Uh, we had some complaints about the officiating, I guess, from that, guess that Zelda character and. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the the Zelda the Zelda Dungeon Board of Directors said that we needed a, another party to oversee me, so uh, oh, that's what God. Jules is doing. So yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be going on next Sunday. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun last time. It's always uh, it's always fun to to bring those worlds together for me. I feel like so that's gonna be a good time and. Uh, yeah, we're going to be live streaming right here at the twitch.tv forward slash Zelda. So tune in. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're yes. gonna, I'm going to try and not get the wrong answers to some of the questions that I ask this time. <laughs> I did that last time. Oh I asked I asked uh, how many Omega Metroids were on were in Samus Returns, and I got the answer wrong. And someone was like, oh, this no. guy sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it. Okay. It's always a good time, even with those little mess-ups. Yes, and uh, I'm going to make the Zelda trivia hard. Harder. So, Mossies, if you're still lurking in the chat, instead of telling me how awful I look today, let's come up with some Zelda questions together, because I can use your help. <laughs> he has a whole spreadsheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. I feel like we have uh, a long show ahead of us here, Allison, Aletha, ranking. Well, actually, no, not ranking, just talking. Not ranking. No. We we've uh, we've we're ranked out. I think a little bit here. I think so too. And like it would be kind of nice to just be like these are just our opinions yeah. and no rankings. So let's not argue. <laughs> my coffee's cold. Oh my god. Oh, All right. No. So we are here. We're gonna talk about our favorite dungeons from each Zelda game, and some of them could be you know for. Uh, for practical purposes. Some of them could be for just you to have a little bit of nostalgia. So whatever. They're going to be our favorite dungeons from each Zelda game. And uh, I feel like let's just get it kicked off. And we're going to go in chronological order. So let's get it started with the OG. And uh, talk about the Legend of Zelda. So how do you want to... Do you want to do this like snake style? Like I do one, then you do one, and then you do another, and then I do two, and then 
blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, uh, we decided we're doing chronological order, so you'll do one, I would do two, and just back and forth. Yeah, so I'll give my favorite for Zelda, you give your favorite for Zelda, and you start with Adventure of Link. Two. Yeah. Right, okay. Let's do it. I believe, now, I believe that our lists are probably somewhat similar. And, you know, some of that Maybe. is just because, like, some of these games just have, like, such a standout dungeon that it's, it's mm -hmm. hard not to pick that. But, right. um... For Legend of Zelda, I, I'm not the most experienced Legend of Zelda player, so I, I'm I've only played it like uh, I don't know a handful of times. I mean, I played it probably more than your average bloke, but um, the the dungeons in in the original Zelda game, I feel like unless you're like really kind of into it, like I know Moss is really into it and and whatever. Like I feel like if you're not like really honing in on like the differences of enemies and the differences of the you know like I don't know the structure, I guess. They can kind of bleed together because they have a lot of the, you know, a lot of the same music, a lot of the same tiles obviously look the same, which I mean, you know, granted, it's 30, 36-year-old game, 37-year-old game now, so not a criticism, just a fact. So I was torn between two dungeons, but I ended up going with the Eagle, just because it's the first dungeon in the series. Uh, you fight Aquamentus, who I love. I love Aquamentus. I actually love, I love the sprite. Of Aquamentus, but I love the official art of Aquamentus because he looks like this like rocking dinosaur. Like he looks so cool. It's a, it, you know it's like an easy enough dungeon to traverse. You get the bow. Um, it's the first one that you hear the iconic dungeon music in, so it has a little bit more panache. And and frankly, it's probably the first. Like if you're like me, sometimes you pick up Legend of Zelda if you've got like 30 minutes to kill. Maybe you play a little bit or whatever. So you could typically get this dungeon done in the first couple minutes and then, you know, maybe you don't finish it. Maybe you don't get to Death Mountain, but you, you've you done the Eagle. So that was my pick for the best dungeon from uh, Legend of Zelda. Al, what you got? It's actually no different. I picked the Eagle as well. And I'm just going to apologize in advance. Like, I want to say about four of these games... I don't remember the dungeons well enough just because they're, I haven't played these games in a long time. So my my picks are kind of lame. And not that the eagle is lame, it's just the only reason I picked it is because when I do play The Legend of Zelda, I usually get through the first dungeon and I'm like, yeah, that's the most memorable. And I know about Aquamentis and all that kind of stuff, but I don't, you know, I haven't retained a lot of the later dungeons for that very reason. I haven't played it in a long time and I usually don't finish it. So... Yeah, I just, it's the dungeon that started it all. It starts the formula of the series. So why shouldn't it be, you know, a favorite among yeah. that game? There you go. My my runner-up was uh, was Death Mountain, obviously, because you fight Ganon. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's, there's at least a couple enemies in that dungeon that just, like, don't show up at any other point in the game. Which I think is, like, kind of cool. So, but yeah, ultimately, I, I think the eagle is, like... Uh, I think it's a solid choice. I, I bet you it's a lot of people's choice from the first Legend of Zelda game. So, yeah. All right, Adventure of Link. All right, Adventure of Link. This is uh, this is what I was apologizing for. I literally don't know anything about the dungeons in this game, oh, so I man. said Great Palace <laughs> just because of the music. That's it. Okay. That's all I got for you. Please continue, Andy. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I also said Great Palace. I, I feel like that's kind of an obvious pick for yeah. Adventure of Link. But uh, I, I do have a few more reasons why I think it's a little bit better. Um, okay. The music, although you can't take away from the music, the music is awesome. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, and it's like, like we were talking about, la was it last week we did the title theme show? Yeah. So we were talking about yep. last week how like the temple music or the palace music is so iconic. But I, I mean, I would argue that like this, uh, 
this is almost as good or as like awesome. Um, but I, I think that what makes it kind of stand out is you have, you have a couple boss fights in this dungeon that are really like impressive. Like I, Thunderbird, I think is, is by far the best boss fight in the game. It's just like a very, first of all, like the sprite is cool. It just looks like something that shouldn't be in a Zelda game. Like it looks like a final fantasy enemy that's like transported into a Zelda game. So I think that fight is very cool. I love the idea of the Dark Link fight. And, like, yes, you can stand in the corner and, and like, poke him to death. But, like, that's also uh, a very a very cool fight. And it's just, like, a... It's got, like, a bigger, more labyrinth layout than a lot of the dungeons that we've seen up in this game. Or even maybe up in the series up until that point. So there, there's, like, a bunch of, like, secret stuff that you could do. There's a couple of the dolls. There's a... Like, there's a whole gambit of, of like, really difficult enemies in here. It's just like there's a there's like some cool stuff to do, but yeah, I think for me like Thunderbird in particular puts it over the top, and the music certainly certainly helps. So uh, yeah, okay, well we're two for two right now on our dungeons. So we got the Eagle and we got Great Palace, but I wonder if we're going to be I wonder if we're going to be on the same page with this next dungeon. So um, maybe we will. Let's get it started. My favorite dungeon from The Legend of Zelda. A Link to the Past. Al, can you guess what it is? I feel like I know your favorite from A Link Between Worlds, so I'm not sure I know your favorite from A Link to the Past. Okay. My favorite from A Link to the Past is Skullwoods. And okay. I really, I mean, I'm kind of like a sucker for like the woodsy, foresty type of dungeons. Like I like that mm -hmm. aesthetic. Um, but I, I really in particular like this dungeon for the way that in a way that, like, the dungeons of that era don't do this, like, this dungeon will have you going from, like, the inside of the dungeon to the overworld back to, like, different sections of the dungeon. And you, you or at least I couldn't really remember seeing that at, at any point before. And, like, you kind of do it sort of in um, in Turtle Rock and Link's Awakening. And you kind of sort of do it again in Skullwoods in Link Between Worlds. But, like... It's something that you don't see very often, so it's not, like, the most intricate dungeon. It's not, like, the most, you know, like, hard dungeon, um, but I, I think that that concept alone really makes it stand out for me, and I think that it's pretty cool. You get an awesome item. You get the fire rod, which is great. Uh, you kind of have, like, it's almost like a prototype forest temple, which, I mean, spoiler, but everyone knows I'm going to say that, but uh, it, in that you kind of have, like, some, some creepy stuff going on here, like, there's Gibdos, and there's there's wall masters and stuff like that mm -hmm. so like there was like some you know there's some creepy stuff going on in this dungeon um i think that mothra is like i think that's an okay boss fight but like the the aesthetic of the room is kind of cool with like all the spikes and stuff like that and like the mothra sprite itself is very cool so yeah i think that you know there's probably a few contenders from a link to the past that i would be totally fine with like saying like this is my favorite dungeon like i think mm -hmm. uh i think tower of hera would be one. I think Turtle Rock would be one. I think, you know, honestly, like, uh, even Hyrule Castle would be, would be up there. But, uh, I, yeah, I went with Skullwoods. There what you go. got? I said, I actually said, um, Eastern Palace because, and I know it's like the first dungeon and, you know, after like Hyrule Castle and going through the, you know, the sewers and stuff. Right. But like, um, I just have a, this was my first Zelda game and I played this with my brothers because we, could only play for 30 minutes we had to take 30 minutes turns before passing it off and we did this dungeon together so i have a lot of nostalgia for it i remember getting the bow i remember fighting the igors where you kind of have to like 
move in certain ways in order to hit it in the eye. And then I also remember the Armos Knights as the boss. And, like, that boss fight music was really big deal for us. And I remember when we kind of figured out that you could go into one corner and, like, shoot the arrows as they go in a circle. Yeah. So I just have a lot of, like, memories for it and, like, nostalgia versus the rest of the game of us, like, teamworking in this dungeon together. And so that's why it's my favorite. I, I really like that place. It's something when I replay A Link to the Past, I'm like, oh, yes, I get to go to the Eastern Palace, and it's over way too quickly. <laughs> mm. I, you know, that's, like, a that's a solid... I mean, I think when we were doing our intro dungeons, Eastern Palace is, like, one of the... One of the, one the, best, of the top yeah. tier ones, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't dislike that pick at all. Um, let me ask you a question just before yeah. we do Link's Awakening. When you, I was picturing the dungeon in my mind for Link's Awakening and, uh, I was picturing like the, like the, the Link's Awakening DX version. Do you mm -hmm. picture Link's Awakening DX in your head or you probably picture the new version, right? I picture the new version cause it's the only version I've played. Okay. And I guess it's my pick. So, uh, for this one, I picked Key Cavern. Again, I feel like it's kind of like one of, picking one of those early ones and it's kind of lame, but at the same time, it's the one I remember the most and like having, like I kind of struggled with it, but not like, not too bad. I felt like it kind of told me how I was going to be playing this game. Right. And um, I remember like uh, <laughs> there was like those little black blob things. <laughs> and, like, I hadn't played the original game, so I didn't know how to fight them. And it took me an embarrassing long amount of time to figure out how to fight those. And I remember those guys from that dungeon. But, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of lame to pick Key Cavern, probably. But at the same time, it's just, like, something I found that I enjoyed finally playing Link's Awakening. And I was like, oh, this is kind of telling me how this is going to go for me. <laughs> I don't think it's lame to pick Key Cavern. I think it would have been... Much more lame if you would have picked uh, Face Shrine because that dungeon, oh. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that dungeon. Almost exclusively for the item that you get, which is just like another power brace, which is so lame. Mm -hmm. But no, Key Cavern is fine. Um, is Key Cavern? Uh, you fight Facade in that, is that right? The uh, the guy on the floor, that's Key Cavern, uh, right? No. I don't no? think so. Don't, okay, well, I'm sure someone will correct me. Um, um, yeah, somebody will correct us. So, um, so I slime have slime, slime eyes. I don't even. Uh, oh, okay. Facade is the face right there. You go. I don't even remember what slime eyes looks like. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> so my dungeon from uh, from Link's Awakening, and I never hear people talk about this dungeon ever, but I really like it. Is Catfish's Maw, and I I just think that it's like a very cool dungeon and you've got like a like an ongoing theme and an ongoing story where like you have to go and fight the stalfos and you have to fight them four times and like it's kind of it's a little bit different because you have to go and find them all those times and like it's kind of a water dungeon but it's kind of not a water dungeon and it's there's lots of traps and like uh, areas and stuff like that that are deadly to you i think that the item i mean you get the hook shot which is which is fantastic um and i think that uh I think that the final boss, whose name is escaping me, but it's like that thing that comes out of the the walls and like it's in the four corners. I'll look this up quickly. Um, I think that's like a, a deceptively tough fight and like a very fun fight as well. So I I don't know. I've always been like a big fan of, of Catfish's Maw, and I, I for whatever reason I don't see anybody talk about it a lot. Like not not a lot of people are I don't know high on Catfish's Maw. So I wonder if it's just me. 
that likes this, but I mean, Link's Awakening definitely does have some contenders. I think like, I think Turtle Rock is, is awesome. I think, I think a lot of people would probably say Eagle's Tower if they were yeah. ranking dungeons from this game, but that it's, that one's a little bit like too intricate almost. Um, and I think like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really, I just like Catfish's Ma. I like the gimmick. I like the item. I like the boss fight. The one thing I will say is I don't think it has strong music unfortunately which is actually i would be tempted to say that about almost every link's awakening boss or dungeon rather except in the in the remake of link's awakening the 2019 remake the angler's tunnel theme is so awesome it's like it's so soothing and like but like it has like some of the original like sprite sounds or whatever you'd call them in there it's it's fantastic so yeah i pick uh i pick catfish's maw there you go. Is it my turn or is it your turn? It's your turn, my friend, but uh, we have the same answer, so. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, well, well, here we, here we go. So, a little uh, BTS here. We, we originally were thinking about, should we rank games, like our favorite dungeon for each game, or should we just do like a top, top 10? 10. Yeah. And so I did my top 10, and I was trying my best to diversify my list, but I, mm-hmm. I still had three dungeons from Ocarina of Time in my top 10, and to be frank... Like, I've said this before, the worst dungeon from Ocarina of Time, I would still say I like it better than many dungeons that I'm going to say and have already said on this list. So, that being said, the best dungeon from Ocarina of Time, which is my favorite dungeon, period, which I just think, like, still just can't be beat, is the Forest Temple. And for, for for so many reasons, but I'll never ever ever forget walking in the first time i was uh i I wasn't that old and i walk in and that music starts and it it rises and it falls and it's just it sounds so ethereal i said you know speaking of dungeon week actually uh the forest temple was something that i wrote about uh back in 2018 so maybe check that out if you are into that but yeah just like the the, the music, just, like, the atmosphere that it creates, like, it, it's just, like, it, it's unmatched, I think, and, like, the Poe sisters just create such a fantastic gimmick uh, that you have to go through and defeat them throughout the dungeon. Um, I think, like, even as superficial as it sounds, like, the, the colored fire really adds to, to the temple and, like, just makes it very cool, and, like, you kind of have that steely contrast of, like, the foresty parts outside and, like, the art gallery downstairs. I mean, it's so fantastic. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to take away anything you want to talk about, Al. So I'll just cut myself off right there. But it's my favorite dungeon, like period. I definitely chose this as my favorite for Ocarina of Time too. I just and we've talked a lot about like the mini bosses and the bosses. So like the Poe sisters are fantastic. I love that the whole entire dungeon is really integral to finding them and putting them back together and yeah. then defeating them essentially. And then um, Phantom Ganon is one of my favorite mini bosses to fight or bosses what what have you um i think it's a very cinematic experience and it's very tense and i love it and the music of course is fantastic um i think the only thing i don't like about the forest temple is that there's a little bit of like backtracking you have to do with keys if you don't do the key system right if you, you don't have, do like, the key system yeah right. you have to have like four keys at once if you want to get through the yes. dungeon and and it's kind of like it's it's cool in a way that makes you like try to think ahead, but if you're a casual player and you don't remember that, it can be a little frustrating. I I, I can understand that. I think we've all got to that point in the Forest Temple 
where you think you got everything, you think you, yep. everything's fine, and then you go in that one twisty hall and it's locked with a key, and you're like, "Son of a bitch. oh my god!" <laughs> it's all it's it's not quite as bad as if you get to that point in the water temple, like when you go right. all the way through and you the last door yep. before the long shot is locked. That's bad. Yeah. That but is I bad. would say this is it's not quite as it bad, but it's bad. <laughs> It could be frustrating. So that's the only part I don't like. But yeah, I like the aesthetic. I like the sound. I like um, the whole the whole of it. Like some of the other dungeons are really cool aesthetically, and like the spirit temple and what what have oh. you. I like the I like the shadow temple too. But it was actually very frustrating last year at the marathon. So I, I feel like that kind of knocked it down for me a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> where where was so, the spot you kept dying? I can't remember. Was it was it Debongo? I don't think it was Debongo. Was it? No. I don't know. It was frustrating. That's all I know. Um, it was frustrating because that's when I finally caught up to you, and then we we okay. both struggled. Do you remember? With it. Do you remember I was on the ship and like yeah. I, I shot the the pillar. Yeah, got, and the like, pillar fell the on me. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I think that yeah. So there's a lot of really good dungeons, as you said. Even the worst ones are better than a lot of others. So yeah. I mean, what more can you say about the Force Temple and Ocarina of Time, really? Nothing really, so I do want to shout out the Spirit Temple, because that's my second favorite dungeon yep. ever. Yep, the temple's great. I love, oh man, that dungeon is so good. I love the the Fire Temple. I love it. I, I think it might be the most underrated dungeon. I went on this spiel would... a couple months ago, remember, where I was like, yeah. if the Fire Temple was in another game, it would be the best dungeon in the game. I yeah. I firmly believe that. I I will stand, I will stay by that. I wonder, did we do an underrated dungeon episode? Because I always talk well, we about how the fire today. sanctuary, the fire sanctuary, is a very underrated, in my opinion, right. from Skyward Sword. I think I think like we like I feel the way about the fire temple. You feel about the fire sanctuary. Yeah, I feel like fire sanctuary is rated appropriately. It's all right. It's all um, right. <laughs> all right. My pick for Majora's Mask. Okay, so I kind of cheated. But I do have a, a real answer if I have to pick a real answer. So you I have said to the pick a dungeon. Damn it! I picked a mini dungeon. <laughs> what did I said you pick? The, I said ancient castle of Icona. <laughs> like, uh, I yeah. really like it. It's much more fun, less confusing and convoluted than Stone Tower Temple. But if I have to pick like one of the four main dungeons, I would say Snowhead, because I like being Goron Link. And I kind of like the tower aspect of it. And, like, it's snow and you're a Goron, which <laughs> seems kind of backwards. Uh, so, and, and then the boss is the boss amazing. Is yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a, a goat. You don't really do a lot, but it's still a lot of fun. So. Oh, it's like a, it's, it's like a ride at a carnival, you know? Like, it's just a, it's, it's a fun fight. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, listen to this. Mossy's the head and creator of Zelda Dungeon says that my pick is a dungeon. So I feel like that's. I, I think we might need to uh, to pull the board of directors to uh, <laughs> to see to verify that. I I actually think I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again. I don't think Majora's Mask has great dungeons. It doesn't. I, I, mean, I think like does. they're all fine. They're all like, right. Yeah, Not they're all right. Like. I, I think if you like, it, you probably I think if you know the dungeons like really intricately, then they're really fun and rewarding. Like I can imagine like you spending a lot of time in Great Bay and like learning how to like really <laughs> run that dungeon in a in an efficient way and being like this is fun and makes me feel happy. But that is not me. Mm -hmm. I I I think that Stone Tower 
is too long and I maybe it's not fair but I I just can't separate that arduous trek up to get to Stone Tower from the mm-hmm. dungeon itself. But even like the dungeon itself I feel like is just kind of like it's all right. it, it's pretty good like it's fine. Um Snowhead I feel like the boss fight is fantastic but the rest of the dungeon is like it's okay. So I actually went with Woodfall because I think it's my favorite of the bunch. And, but even Woodfall, I would say, like, it's okay. Like, it's got really fun. The music in Woodfall yeah. is really interesting and fun. It's really frantic. Like, yeah. Like, it's, I, that's actually what I think put it over the hump for me is is the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's definitely the best music of the bunch. Yeah, like the, I think, uh, what's his name? Odalwa is, is mm-hmm. a fun boss battle, although he kind of sucks in Majora's Mask 3D. Yeah. Um. It's fine. Like, it's... It's hard, because Majora's Mask is such a fantastic game, but it's a fantastic game more despite the dungeons than, any, than actually being the dungeons that make it a great game. Yeah, so, uh... I, yeah, I, I picked Woodfall. I, I don't, like... You know, I, I don't necessarily think it's, like, one of the best dungeons in the series, but, like, it's fine. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty good, so... There you go. There we go. Um, okay, well, let's get it. Uh, let's get it rocking then with Oracle of Seasons. Do you want to do seasons or ages first? Let's do uh, seasons. Okay. I was debating in my head. I wonder if we're gonna have the same one. I'm I, curious. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. Because okay. I was debating up until even like five minutes ago. Because I was like, should I pull an audible? Should I do another? Like, should I? Should I try and do another dungeon? Because I feel like this dungeon might be kind of a little bit ho-hum, but um, I think I'm going to stick with my original pick, and I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say the Sword and Shield Maze, and oh. and I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit hesitant to say that, because I think the music is, like, absolutely dreadful, like, uh-huh. the, the music is dreadful, and I think that, uh, that it might be a bit, uh, just a bit too long. Just, like, a bit. Yeah. But that being said, I feel like this dungeon is, like, very, very big. It's very intricate, which I like. Kind of makes use of all the skills that you've acquired throughout the game, which I like. And it's a very cool gimmick where, like, you have, like, the ice and then the, the lava and stuff like that. And you're, you got to throw the, uh, the, the flame or the freezing thing or whatever it is that you have to do. So I think that the gimmick is very cool. Some old bosses appear, like that little ghost guy comes back who's fun. Um... But I even, like, this is another one where I would say is, like, just kind of, like, okay, probably the best of the bunch. I was thinking about maybe Unicorn's Cave, because you get the magnetic gloves in that in that dungeon, I believe, right. which is which is very fun. But, um, no, I, I did end up going with, uh, with Sword and Shield Maze. Um, the final boss, I think, is also, like, a, a very fun boss. I'm just... Uh, Metalock, that's the name, yeah. So... Yeah, I, again, I don't feel, like, super strongly about this one. I actually feel a little bit more strongly about my favorite dungeon from Oracle of Ages, but Sword and Shield Maze kind of eked out the, the victory here, even though I think it might be trying a bit too hard to be, like, a epic final dungeon, if that makes sense. Got you. I, the only reason I, like, I just have a I already know what feeling. you're going to say. I have a sour feeling about the Sword and Shield Maze just because it's so long. And then it was it after is. all those hours that we plugged into both games. And it was just like, 
it was too much for me. So it was hard for me to pick things about it that I liked. But my favorite is, I think this is obvious, with the Dancing Dragon Dungeon. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I like the colors because the colors are so bright and just kind of almost like like a sickly neon green. Um, but compared to a lot of the dungeons sickly. in the game. <laughs> uh, compared to a lot of the dungeons, like the walls and the floors kind of start to blend together a little too much. So I like that it was just like this giant pop of color. The music is great. I love the puzzles. I love the carts. Um, the item's okay. I'm pretty sure you just get the slingshot in that. But I think it's cool that you could shoot the different seeds that do different things. So I think that makes it a little more interesting than, hey, you just got a slingshot. Yeah. And then I remember... Goma being harder than I thought Goma was going to be, but uh, Goma was a interesting kind of challenging boss for me personally. So I really like that dungeon. It's definitely my standout out of all the dungeons in both those games. Okay, well, take us away then with Oracle of Ages. Okay, Oracle of Ages, what did I say? I said... Oh, I said Skull Dungeon because it had a lot of really cool puzzles because of that switch, the switch item. I don't know if that's what it's called, but you, it's like the thing that you could switch... Um, blocks mm -hmm. with yeah and so I thought that made the puzzle like system really cool and made me feel super smart um and then I'm trying to think of the boss I can't remember the boss but I'm pretty sure it was just okay but I I felt more strongly about the uh um the the puzzles itself in that dungeon mm -hmm. okay all right okay is it is it me now yeah okay I was I was again I was going between two dungeons in my head because there are two contenders i would say that are very very strong so i want to give an honorable mention to ancient tomb which i think is like a fantastic dungeon it's got it, you know it's got like those like classic zelda staples like the the blue and red switches it's got some fun like tile puzzles where you have to walk along the tiles like the push blocks that you have to push into place but i actually went with a dungeon that i feel like maybe isn't as good but I'm just impressed that it's good at all. And that is Jabu Jabu's Belly. Okay. I, I actually like quite like this dungeon. And I'm not sure that a lot of people do. But I I think that like I think that like this dungeon is it, it, like it's actually like quite fun, but in a very hard and challenging way that makes you feel smart after you're done. So the, it, it's a very hard dungeon. Like I remember being very frustrated with it, but I felt mm -hmm. like after I was done. I felt very rewarded and very, like, accomplished. So, and I don't know. There's something just, like, kind of charming about it. And, uh, like, even, like, the tiles of it. Like, it, it's kind of got, like, this purple and pink hue, which makes it look like guts. So, it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Um, there's, like, there's so many intricate puzzles in, like, raising and lowering of the water that, I mean, it is very tough. But I Pretty like sure I do I, think like, it's worth it. Locked it from my mind to be honest because of how difficult it was. Well, and there's a lot of like there's a lot of like swimming parts too, which I know can be tough mm -hmm. for for a lot of people, including me. Um, I think that the the item is is just like okay. It's an upgraded version of the uh, the switch that that you were talking about. I think it's called the long switch. I do love that angler switch comes back. By the way, I mm -hmm. love I love seeing him. He's just like this pathetic mini boss fish that takes like two hits to die <laughs> oh um, man but like i i just i appreciate it there's nothing really specifically that makes me like it other than the fact that like it was just hard and rewarding once you finally did it it was frustrating while you were doing it but once you finished i felt 
very accomplished. And it has a cool boss fight, too. I don't remember what the boss's name is, but it's like that big jellyfish, and you kind of, you got to use your switch, uh, your long switch to, like, hurt it, and, like, when it shoots an orb at you, you got to switch it in time to, to have it hit its own orb, which I thought was very fun. So, that might have been a hot take. I don't know. But I feel like, I feel like, again, Jabba Jabby's Belly is one that doesn't get a lot of love, and at a in my opinion, a lot of the dungeons sort of start to bleed together in yes, Oracle of Ages do, yeah. and Oracle of Seasons. And this one stuck out, for better or for worse. So, Jabu Jabu's Belly. There you go. There we go. Alright, I think you get Wind Waker. Do I? Okay. Alright. This is another one where I, I just, I have to be honest. I can't tell a lie, you know that. I can't lie to you. And I can't lie to anybody listening either. I don't feel like the dungeons in Wind Waker are all that great either. Like, I think that the best dungeon in that game is probably like a B. There's no A's. It's just a B. So I was kind of going through my mind and I was like, I don't know. The Earth Temple probably seems like the obvious pick, but it's so Mm -hmm. gloomy. It's so dreary. And it's just like, well, (laughs) yes, I know. But like a little, a little color wouldn't hurt. I mean, it's purple. Okay, well, yeah. I clearly like purple. (laughs) And then I was like, well, do I like the final boss? No, I hate that. I hate that guy. Do I like having to play that song Mm -hmm. to control medley? No, I don't like that at all. So I was like, I I guess I'm going to rule that out. And then I was like, what about the Wind Temple? And I was like, they already use like the forest gimmick in this game for a dungeon already. Do I like having to control Makar? No. So that's out. And then I'm thinking to the beginning of the game, and I'm like, maybe Dragon Roost. That's a pretty solid dungeon. Nothing wrong with that dungeon. But I'm like, does this really stick out? Is this really the best dungeon? So I was like, no. Did the same thing with Forbidden Woods. And I was like, so I eventually landed on Tower of the Gods as my dungeon. And I don't really feel particularly strongly about that. Because even that dungeon has that annoying thing where you have to, to play the song and control the little mechanical statues. And it's like... I don't know, but at least I will say about Tower of the Gods, the music is awesome. It sounds like a Final Fantasy track. It doesn't sound like a Zelda track. Mm. Bongo Bongo is at the end, or whatever he's called in this game. It's not called Bongo Bongo, but he must be his cousin or something. And uh, <laughs> I I do like that the dungeon integrates the King of Red Lions a little bit into the, the dungeon itself. Mm-hmm. So... That would be my pick. I, To be honest, if we were stretching it, I might have just said Forsaken Fortress. I might have just said mm-hmm. that. There you go. So, yeah, I, 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 I can't I say I feel Earth. strongly. Yeah, I said Earth. Uh, Earth Temple. Um, I mean, I, I, I do think it's, like, the obvious choice. It's, like, it's creepy how, like, the art style is so cheery and stuff for the rest of the game. But then you kind of get into this place and it's, like, kind of distressing how creepy it is mm-hmm. um but i think like it has a lot of cool puzzles um the mirror room particularly i think it has some cool bosses you get to fight the giant stalfos um i really like fighting jalhalla when mm-hmm. i'm not speedrunning. i think he's very fun and comedic and i really enjoy fighting Jalhalla. that's what i think of when i think of the earth temple is comedic <laughs> um uh the uh the redads are like super creepy they have this like bone chilling scream and i mean that's the point that's how it's they stop link in his tracks so i think that the 
the that iteration of the Redeads are really cool. So I look forward to getting there and like wiping the floor with them. <laughs> and just overall, I just think it's like a very interesting touch to such a happy, colorful game. So that's why it's my favorite. Okay. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. It's probably my second favorite. Yeah. Probably my second favorite. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the I feel like the Wind Waker, its strength is not in its dungeons. I don't feel like. That's fair. That's fair. Kind of like Majora's Mask. Kind of like Majora's Mask, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, right. I believe it's your turn, Al, so take it away. I think this is the last game where I kind of picked something because it's what I remember the most versus, like, actually feeling very strongly about it. Hmm. So the Minish Cap, I haven't played that game the longest of the whole Zelda series. And so I chose Deepwood Shrine because it, it looks cool. I like that you... Um, or like this little tiny little bitty link, even though he appears like, you know, normal size to us. I like the item. I like the the little mushroom launching where you pull the mushrooms and you launch yourself mm. over a gap. Um, I think the puzzles were kind of fun. And it's just something I remember. I re- like the only thing I remember because I watched this portion of the Minish Cap run at the marathon every year. It's right. so fun and chaotic watching everybody be like, oh my god, okay, Andy Spateri is the first person into the Deepwood Shrine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then whoever is the last, they get eliminated, and it's such a fun time. So that's what I remember most about the Minish Cap. Um, if the Minish Cap was a Pokemon, it would be like a water grass type Pokemon. Very uh, That dungeon specifically, rather, would be a, a, a water I grass type. Yeah. yeah. That's a great dungeon. That's not a bad answer at all. Uh, I was... So I think that Minish Cap is like the opposite of Wind Waker. I think every dungeon is awesome, actually. Every dungeon. And I was like, I was having a hard time because I was like, I think there's merits to each dungeon. And um, I was kind of going back and forth. And like each dungeon has a has a very unique item, has a very unique boss, and like a very unique gimmick. So I think that there's no wrong answers. I would say that I was considering the Palace of Winds, but I think it's just a bit too long. So I, I wasn't going to go with that. But I think the other four, like, all of them could be the answer. But I ended up going with... I'm almost second-guessing myself as I say this. Because there's so many good options. But, Al, I ended up going with the Temple of Droplets. And I okay. think that I, that one stands out, first of all, just because, I again, I like ice dungeons. I I'm actually, I really love, like, the ice block puzzles that, that show up in that game. I like ice block puzzles, just period. Um, but this one is structured in a little bit of a different way. Whereas like you start the dungeon and you almost immediately get the boss key and you, it's, you're just kind of like, Oh, this is weird. And then you go and you find the frozen Octorok and then you actually, that's pretty much when the dungeon actually begins. And it's kind of like, it's a big, it's divided into like the left side and the right side. And you have to do one side first and then you have to do the other side after. And I think that the item that you get is pretty cool. It's, I mean, it's just a lantern, but the way that they use it in the Minish Cap in conjunction with, like, the Ice Dungeon, I think, is very fun. It's got some, like, callbacks, too, uh, to um, to the first dungeon, where, like, you have the Caterpillar boss come back, you have the Giant Chew come back, you have some of the other enemies from, like, Cave of Flames come back. So there's a lot of, like, callbacks in this dungeon that kind of make it, uh, you know, they, they make it, like, pay homage to the dungeons that have come before. And you also have, like, the interesting, like, you know, like, you can you can shine light down. Like, there's different places you can bomb and, like, get a, a fan to... Or a, a place to, like, get light to melt ice. You can... There, there's just lots of, like, little intricate puzzles that you can do. I would say... And also, by the way, you, you finally have, like, some integration of the Forest Sword where... I want to say at this point you only have 
two links, but I could be wrong. Maybe of three. But uh, yeah, it's just like a it's a very fun dungeon, and I think that the final boss fight is actually like, quite challenging. It's uh it's a harder fight than I think you would think if you were to say like the boss of this dungeon is a big Octorok. because like he goes crazy, he's moving, there's boulders falling everywhere. It's it's actually like a fairly tough fight, but that would be my answer. I think my second pick was Fortress of Winds. Because again, Bongo Bongo comes back in that dungeon. Not quite Bongo Bongo, but I think that might be the best boss fight in the game. So, shout out to Fortress of Winds, but uh, Temple of Droplets is where where it was at. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, okay, so it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, boy. So, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking Phantom Hourglass. I didn't even bother looking up what this dungeon was called, to be honest with you. Um, Are we on... Phantom Hourglass or Twilight Princess? Oh, you're right. Okay, thank God. You're right. I skipped Twilight Princess. <laughs> I promise that was not intentional. Because I think Twilight Princess has incredible, incredible dungeons. Some yeah. incredible dungeons. Others, not so much. <laughs> but the dungeons that are awesome are very awesome. I'm I'm taking the lowest possible hanging fruit here. So, I mean, this is not going to surprise anybody. However, it's got to be Arbiter's Grounds. It's such okay. a such a fantastic dungeon. Uh, the layout of it. it I mean, it's kind of like... It's kind of like a a ripoff in a way of the uh, of the forest temple and like you kind of have the same gimmick where you have to fight the four pose and like do all that stuff. But I'd like once you get to like the inner sanctum of Arbiter's Grounds, it's like it's very cool. And once you get the spinner, it's it's just like there's there might not be a more fun item in the series than the spinner. There really might not mm-hmm. be. Um, the boss fight is you know Stalard is is one of the best bosses in the series. He might be the best actually. So. Yeah, I mean, like, really, this dungeon is kind of a mixture in a lot of ways of the Forest Temple and the Spirit Temple, which are my two favorite dungeons. So, yeah, this is uh, this is a, a no-brainer pick for me, Arbiter's Grounds. Considering Arbiter's Grounds, too, because I really like the spinner. But I feel like the dungeon overall is just kind of... it's 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 fine. It's not like a horrible dungeon, and so... I don't know. I feel like I mostly just like it because of the spinner. And you don't even get the spinner until much later in the dungeon. And the True. boss fight is fantastic. So I went with something else. And I don't think this is actually like a top pick for many people. I don't hear a lot of people say very positive things about this dungeon. But I really like the Temple of Time. Okay. I, I think the item is cool. Like, I, uh, you really only use it once. Except for maybe some like stuff in the outer world and the overworld and stuff. But the primary focus is you go up to the top and you grab a statue with the item and you bring it back down, solving puzzles both ways um, with and without that statue in order to get it down there so that you could go fight the boss. And I think that it's a very aesthetically pleasing dungeon. I like... Um, yeah, it's very sleek. I like the, yeah, like it's very regal, sleek looking. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. And then, of course, the boss fight, even though it's just Goma, like, Armor Goma, it, there's something kind of monumental, like, massive about fighting a giant spider. And <laughs> you get to use the statues with that item to kind of help you. And then um, I feel like the end with the eyeball is kind of, like, dumb and gimmicky. But, like, still, it's just, but like... But Jalhalla is awesome? I said Jalhalla is fun. I didn't say he was, like, awesome or epic. <laughs> Um, like, <laughs> I think he's comedic and fun to play, like, fun to fight, but, hey, like, it's just, it's just, it feels very epic, like, I'm fighting, like, a Shelob or something, you know what I mean? So, I do like that boss fight, even though it's, like, I get, like, chills thinking about a giant spider. 
But yeah, I, I feel like that's my favorite dungeon from Twilight Princess. I usually I usually <laughs> look forward to getting to it. And then that's about the point of the game where I'm like, okay, I'm done because City in the Sky is horrendous. Yeah, so. that's a tough one. I, I agree. I love Temple of Time. And I, I, yeah. I agree also. I, I think that maybe this is changing actually because I feel like for a long time I heard people say that Temple of Time was no good. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I hear that as much anymore. I mean, I a lot of people say it's not good because of like the boss fight, which... Fair enough. Like that, it's a, okay. it's pathetically yeah. easy that boss fight, but it's a very right. smart dungeon. Like the way that you have to go up and then like go down, but it's it's like completely different. It's like it's like watching uh, Fight Club or like one of those movies where there's a twist at the end and like you can rewatch it and it's completely different because you're looking out for like other things, right? Um, or like Knives Out maybe is a more contemporary example, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I no, I I love that would probably be after Snow Peak and after. Um, Arbiter's Grounds, that would be my next favorite dungeon from Twilight Princess. And so, you know, just be, just to hear me say it, man, some of the dungeons of Twilight Princess are so awesome. They're so incredible. It's just like, once you kind of get past the, the really awesome dungeons, there's like a big drop to like yeah the bad ones. Yeah. The real bad ones. I would say that the dungeons are not my favorite aspect of Twilight Princess. I really like the story and stuff. I just, some of, most of those dungeons I feel like are a huge chore to me, so... I struggle with that a little bit, but I really like Temple of Time, and I'm glad it's, like, one of the later ones, too, because it kind of keeps the momentum going, except for getting to it kind of crushes the momentum, but, or, no, the getting to City in the Sky was the one oh, the momentum crusher. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been a while since I played that game, too. All right. Maybe you should play Move. this year the marathon for 12 no. hours. No. No. Okay. That's not happening. Okay. <laughs> um... All right, Phantom Hourglass next. I did have a pick for this. I really like, um, I'd be curious to see if we did a, uh, not favorite, like our least favorite dungeons in a future episode, but because I definitely have one for Phantom Hourglass. But my favorite, I think, is Goron Temple. Um, I really like that, even though the item is like a bomb chew, I really like it as an item for Phantom Hourglass because you get to draw its path. And I think that meant, like, I feel like that's the best way to use bomb shoes because otherwise I feel like bomb shoes are really obnoxious, like an Ocarina of Time, etc. Yes, yes. Um, Gone Goron, you got your little Goron buddy that you can switch between, which I feel is reminiscent to when you were helping Cafe get the mask, the sun's mask, I think, and Majora's yeah. mask. Um, and then also Dongorongo is such a fun fight. I love fighting Dongorongo, I think, and plus his name is awesome. So I really like the Goron Temple the best out of all those in Phantom Airblast. I'm glad that you said that because I also picked the Goron Temple and it's yes. it's like, I guess it's not the only dungeon I remember because I remember the ghost ship but like I, I thought yeah. that it was very fun like using okay. uh, your little Goron buddy as well and I will say so I, I take a lot of shots at Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks on this show and justifiably so by the way but I agree. I think that Bomb Chews in this game are spectacular. Like it's, it's yeah. very awesome way to use them and it like it's frustrating when you when you throw a bomb chew somewhere and it just goes like completely yeah away from where you want it to go lightly if you're slightly yeah. angled, you're like okay i want this to go straight it goes like this very slowly and you're just like oh that was painful and then you have to reset yourself up yeah so i mean i i can't really say that i think much of like the dungeon aesthetic because it looks like it looks like every other dungeon in the game, actually. Man. It's it's just like, I don't know. But I, I do think that controlling the Goron is fun. I think that the boss was fun. So, yeah. I But I would give a shout-out to uh, the Ghost Ship. Because I, I think that's a pretty decent dungeon as well. So, it's yeah. painful. 
Well, it's the boss fight is fun anyways. I, the, the actual dungeon boss I don't remember fun. much of. Yeah. Um, okay, well, it's time for me, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. I I have nothing for uh for spirit tracks. I, I I can't lie again. I just it's been too long. I know I've said this a bunch of times, but like this is the game that I just I I haven't played it for a long time now. Um probably like ten years. Maybe not quite ten years, but it's been a long time. So I, I really don't have an answer. I guess my answer I would just default to Tower of Spirits. You know, I got to watch you play Al. There's definitely some intricate puzzles in there. I think that the gimmick is like I mean, it's fine, right? Like, it's, yeah. uh, I don't think it's as painful as Temple of the Ocean King, but I could be wrong. But, uh, it's I, yeah. not until you get to, like, six and seven, then it's horrible. Yeah, I just, I, I feel like I just don't really have an answer, so. That's fair. Um, <laughs> sorry to all my... you Spirit Track fans out there, <laughs> all three of you. Oh, that's, that's not fair. Spirit Tracks has some love. Um, I like Snow Temple in Spirit Tracks, which I find so odd. And I, I I, was, like, delighted that when I played that this game this year and I found that I like the snow level because I generally do not like snow or ice levels. Um, but I feel like it has cool puzzles. I feel like it has a really good use of the boomerang where there's the ice pillars that are kind of like fire, you know, torches. And mm -hmm. you use it to freeze the water and you can walk over the water or do puzzles with the water. Um, I really like Fraz. Fraz is, like... A twin rova fight um but it's like kind of interesting because you have to use the boomerang to use the opposite you know element on whatever fraz is going to shoot at you so i think it's a fun fight it's the first or no it's not it's the second it's one of the first couple dungeons so it makes me kind of sad because the rest of them i'm like i'm like meh about mm. so i really liked i really like that one it's i look forward to getting there okay fair enough Let's go over to Skyward Sword, which I'm excited to talk about, because there are so many options that you could pick for yeah. this game. Yep. Let's see. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, um, it's, it's, we're snaking it, remember? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I feel like my answer is very obvious. <laughs> Mine too. I really, I like the Ancient Cistern. I feel like it's the most, probably, like, one of the most visually amazing dungeons in the whole series. I really like the duality where you got, like, this, like... This, Majestic. like, beautiful light up here, and then this, like, down, grim, underground zombie, apocalyptic-looking purpleness down below. And it's really cool how you have to traverse between the two levels in order to figure out the main room puzzle of that statue. Um, I really like the whip. It's such a fun item. Um, and I, I know people, a lot of people have issues with the motion controls, but I feel like the whip is, like, one of the things I really like with the motion controls. I think the enemies are cool that you get to fight, like, those flying birds that you use the whips on. Um, and then, uh, of course, Kloktos is just such an epic, monumental boss fight. One so. of the best boss fights in the series. Maybe the best. Mm -hmm. So, definitely, this might be my favorite dungeon of the whole series, I'd say. This dungeon is, I would say, probably, probably a top five dungeon for me. But it's not my pick for the best dungeon from Skyward Sword. Because mm -hmm. I, I think, like, before HD came out, I would have said, like, Ancient Cistern. Because I, I feel like when you think of a dungeon from Skyward Sword, I think most people think of this one like uh, mm -hmm. as like, kind of, like, the best. With, and completely, completely justifiably so. But I think, like, when I was actually replaying it, I got to Sandship and I was like, this is so fun. This is, this is one of the most mm -hmm. fun dungeons in the series. So, 
it, which is funny because it's like not really my aesthetic. Like I, I don't really love like the other aside from Spirit Temple and Arbiter's Ground, I guess. But like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm like a fan of like the desert aesthetic. But like, man, the way that the way that just the the whole gimmick of this dungeon is so fantastic with the time shift stones and like. You see that in a few different gimmick or a few different dungeons, like uh, the mining facility. Obviously, is a big one, which which could be another contender, by the way, for like best of the like every every dungeon in Skyward Sword is awesome. But man, the the way that they use the time shift stones in this one and the, and the, the puzzles that they have is so ingenious, and they they somehow make the bow into a cool and exciting item again somehow like because they turn it into like a sniper rifle where it's like mm-hmm. you're you're sniping away like a time shift stone that's on the the top of the whatever it, that thing is called on the ship the mast? The, the mast i don't know much about ships i don't know either i was about to, i was gonna say bast but uh that ain't right no mast <laughs> um so yeah it's like it's a cool item it, it's like it's a cool reinvention of an item the pirate the pirate stuff is is like so charming and like the fight with the with the pirate where he has to walk the plank is, is just like, it's so charming. And like, I I actually even love like uh, the Tentalus fight. Like I know that he looks like a monsters Inc monster, but like, you know, the actual (laughs) fight is so fun. And it's, it's so pirates of the Caribbean when the Kraken was coming in everywhere. It's frantic. It's fun. It's it. The music is great. Like there's so much about this dungeon that is like, so just like swashbuckling fun. And I think like I, I think you could definitely say Ancient Cistern is like one of the the best dungeons of the series, but just like the amount of like puzzles that you get out of this one and like using your sniper bow to like hit a time shift stone in another room and then you're fighting a pirate and then like I it, it's just like this kinda it just makes me smile, like thinking about this dungeon and like what an adventure it is. Like I, I think Cistern is a little bit more like majestic and awe-inspiring and and this Mm -hmm. one is just kind of like a good old time so sandship is my pick but man there's there's a few contenders that that could take that crown yep there are okay okay is it uh i guess it's my turn again come on andy we're snaking what are you doing here (laughs) um okay so a link between worlds i would say that a link between worlds has a bunch of solid dungeons i Maybe some, maybe some really good ones, but I don't know if I'd put like any S tier dungeons. But there were two that I was going back and forth with in my head. One of them was the Thief's Hideout, which I ultimately didn't pick because I went with Dark Palace instead. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the aesthetic of this dungeon I feel like is just very. It's just a cool looking dungeon, and maybe that sounds shallow, but like everything's dark obviously and like you have like the little pits of fire so there's lots of like shadows and like very cool shapes and stuff on the walls i think that like the there's like lots of tiling in this dungeon which again this might sound shallow but like it's like the the floors have like tiles on them and some of them have swirls like there's all those like bright colored gems in the dungeon so like visually i just think it looks like very very cool and like i think functionally wise it's like a it's like a fine dungeon i don't i don't know if function is where or, like, structure is where its true strength lies, but, like, it certainly is, it doesn't slouch off in that regard, like, it's still pretty fun, you have the, I want to say that there's, uh, an extra piece of that ore in this dungeon as well, so there's a little bit of, like, side quest material going on here, but, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it has a fun gimmick, I think it has a fun boss fight, the Gemosaurus is, again, look, he looks very cool, it looks very fun, um, 
You know what? Off the top of my head, I can't even remember what the the dungeon item is, but uh, I guess that doesn't really matter because it, it yeah, for me, don't... it's really about the aesthetic. There isn't really dungeon items because you. Yeah, yeah you're items. right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, or at least an item focus. I'm I'm so used to one. that just being such a crucial part of like right? the dungeon. Yeah, you're totally right. So yeah, I I don't know. I think that there's like a few again that you could that you could pick from this game and like they're. They're good choice. Like Skullwoods, I think is is a good one. I like. Yep. I really like a link between worlds. Tower of Hera. I think that's good. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, there yeah, there's a few. Desert Palace, I think, is a lot of people's uh, favorites. So yeah, mm -hmm. there we go. Um, I knew you were gonna choose Dark Palace. Um, I also chose Dark Palace. I think it's really fun. Um, I was I was tossing up between Eastern and um, like Tower of Hera. I really like the tower ones where you have like so in Eastern you get the bracelet and you have to come back down and you get to do the puzzles in the walls and that's right. cool. But I also really like Tower of Hera and like Hyrule Castle when you're going up because when you go outside they visually show in that weird like three fourths tilt the the area down below and I think it's like really beautiful and well done how they did that. But I personally really like the colors uh, and the aesthetic in the Dark Palace, which is weird because it's mostly dark. Um, I really like getting into the Dark Palace, too. The yeah. like, little sneak stealth section is a lot of fun. And then I think Gemsaurs just look so cool with all the like the gems and the rupees or whatever that are like sticking off of them and you have to knock them off. So I, I really like that dungeon, too. I just think it's very aesthetically pleasing and like having to do puzzles in the dark is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's, just, it's a solid dungeon, so... yeah. Uh, your your turn. Your turn. Take My us turn. away. Okay, the Breath of the Wild. This is our last one, isn't it? Well, I I have another dungeon that I want to shout out, but yes, this oh, is. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. This okay. is really our last one. I feel, I like, feel like the this answer is, is also between both of us is the final trial, Divine Beast. That's easy. Yeah. Um, easy pick. Because mine too. Like, if we had to choose between the four Divine Beasts, I uh, it'd be hard for me to choose. Because they're not, I, I, I don't know. I just know how to do them so fast that I feel like they don't have an identity anymore to me, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know that I could pick. Like, I kind of remember the final Divine Beast. This is my pick too, by the way. I kind of remember that one because it's like you have like the four kind of chambers that each of them has like like a gimmick that you would have seen in the Divine Beast. So like the, there's the electric room, there's the water right. room, etc. Which I kind of like. It brings it all together. I don't know. Like I... I don't know that I could pick like a like a divine beast. Like I, I just don't. They're all so. I feel like you know? I like the puzzles of. I guess Redania I would have said Naboris, I guess. And Meadow, I like the puzzles in those. So probably yeah, okay. those two. Uh, um, this is clearly like the best one. Though. Yeah. 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 The final trial is amazing because you know it incorporates everything that you learn. From the four rooms, I like how the center room becomes kind of leveled with uh, guardians. Um, of course, Monk Mask, she is the greatest boss fight, probably one of the greatest boss the fights. The best boss did fight. Did we decide that? I think we did. The... Um, and then the master cycle is such an amazing, incredible item, not only for that dungeon, but for the entire uh, the entirety of the champions ballad. It's like such a rewarding item to get at the end of all of that. It, it's trial, a crazy basically. item too. It's just it's like so good. <laughs> it, it's just a crazy item, yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's a very obvious choice. I feel like a lot of people would pick that. Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't know. Some people count Hyrule Castle as a dungeon. I don't think I. I don't really think I do, but some <gasps> people do. And I think if you did, that would be my answer. 
But I just, I, you know, is it really a dungeon? Are we really calling that a dungeon? Is the Coliseum a dungeon? So, no, is the Dark no, Woods a dungeon? Coliseum, you no. know, like what's you, what's, that's a slippery Castle. slope. Yeah, with Hyrule Castle, so with the Divine Beast, you have to do the puzzles in order to fight the boss. With the castle, you could just float yourself up to the top of the castle, go straight right. into the, the Sanctum, and fight Ganon. Right. Now, so it does I have its own map, it. so maybe, maybe... I just I don't see it as a dungeon, but it's I, definitely I a really cool, explorable area of the game. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm with you, though. I don't, I don't see that. Um, so I wanted to shout out a dungeon... From Cadence of Hyrule, actually. And it is the Temple of Brainstorms. And this dungeon is bonkers. And it's part of the DLC, actually. So I mm -hmm. bet you a lot of people listening to this haven't played it. It's worth... It, it, you know, if you're into Cadence of Hyrule, if you, if you like that style of game, it's worth it to maybe spend a few bucks to get the DLC. Because this Temple of Brainstorms is, like it sounds treacherous it, it's very it's very hard it's difficult it's in terms of combat and in terms of puzzles and uh it's just uh it, it's a it's a good time so i wanted to shout that out too and it has one of the a great boss fight where you fight synth rova which is very synth fun Rose and cool. very challenging as well yep um yeah I just, I just remember bashing my head against the wall playing that one it's almost like jabu jabu's belly like it's very difficult so right yeah shout out to uh shout out to the brainstorm temple Okay, go. we made it. We We're did done. it. We did it. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think of our list. If we uh, if we picked any any hot takes, I don't think we did. Mm -mm. Right? I think I think we picked a lot of celebrated dungeons. Maybe Jabba Jabba's Belly might be one that is a little offside. Maybe Temple of Time, <laughs> but we'll see. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your best dungeons of each game are. You could do that over on Discord, over on Twitter, at the TheZeldaCast. And you might as well follow us while you're there, at Spateri316, at Allison Letha. Let's get out of here, Al. What do you say? I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, reminder, next week, ZeldaCast versus Omega Metroid. Zelda versus Metroid Trivia. We're going to pick a winner again. The ZeldaCast has to avenge last year's loss. Can they do okay. it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Will they do it? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But we'll see. <laughs> That's next week over on Twitch, so just tune in at the regular time, regular channel. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, check us out wherever you get your podcast. Like, subscribe, give us that recommendation. Give us that sweet, sweet five-star review. We would love to see that. And tell that Zelda fan in your life where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. Until next week, everybody. twitch.tv forward slash the Zelda cast <clears throat> chat how do we sound today are we sounding fine are we sounding good I feel like I have too much light happening one sec 
Wow. Andy, you look like garbage. <laughs> Who said that? Oh. <laughs> well, Sad. Let me, let me tell you something. I feel like garbage. <laughs> Unfortunately. I actually was debating going out to my car to get my sunglasses. Uh, no. I did not wake up. I woke up about an hour. Well, that's not true. I woke up at like 9, but I didn't like... I didn't get my carcass out of bed until about an hour ago, at which point I showered and then went downstairs and put last night's McDonald's fries in our new air fryer. And at ate... work? No, no, like at home, at home, right? Like today, right now. No, I need to put them in the air fryer and make them good. Oh, did it? I thought you meant like at work. Yeah, it did. No. So we just, we just okay. got the air fryer for Christmas, actually. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Except That's it's cool. like, uh, except it's, it still has like the, the plasticky smell that it said that like yeah. for the first couple times it'll have a plasticky smell. Yeah. So. <laughs> Moss is being ruthless. Yeah. What is this? I don't come on your streams and tell you, you look like terrible. Do I was I? Tell- Moss is I and do. I were talking about, um, collections <laughs> yesterday and if you look behind me, above oh. me, those are some of my rocks in my rock collection. Yeah. So. I don't come on your streams. Okay, well, let me tell you what happened last night, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, maybe I'll loop this in at the end as a bonus. So, I I am a 35-year-old man that was at a nightclub last night. Like like a nightclub. Like a, like a club where people dance and, like, there's no tables. It's just, like what is that <laughs> right so it was, it was my friend's birthday yesterday and she's my age by the way she's my age and uh and she's just like we're going for like a nice dinner and i was like okay great there's there was like 20 of us and i like know most of she's like a social butterfly so she has like like a million new friends every time you see her so i know most of her friends but not all and so it's just like great we're going for for dinner and it's like a nice dinner, so everyone's... Yeah, I had the classic V-neck blazer combo last night, actually. <laughs> so we go out, and then the plan was after to go to another bar. But this other bar was a club. Like, it's just a club. So Sam and I get there, we're just like, what the f- What the hell is this? What, 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 what are we doing here? Like, how we don't are, belong here. No, we don't. There was like... A bunch of like 18 year olds and like 19 year olds just like grinding up on each other, making out. And it was just like, oh, like, <laughs> and the, the DJ, the DJ at one point, I felt like I was about to crawl into the earth. He's like, Where's my 2000s babies at? And I was like, 2000s? I know, right? <laughs> I was like, Anyone born in the year 2000 or after in here? Like, oh boy. And, uh, so I didn't stay long, but it was fun. It was like, all of us were old, right? So it was just like, it's kind of fun, like reliving our youth as it were. And, uh, you know, being, being in the club and, and like, you don't really dance, right? Like, like, yeah, especially for like guys. So I was kind of doing this. It's like a, it's just like an awkward shuffle. Like, you're kind of just like (laughs) shifting your weight from one side to the other, you know? And maybe every now and then it's like. (laughs) <laughs> i was like what the hell are we doing here oh my like, god that's like my dad love my dad this is how he dances. he puts his arms up like this and he just goes like this he doesn't really move much 
I mean, so it was fun. That's it. Yeah. It was fun. Um, however, I don't know that I would, I, maybe that's like a once every in a blue moon kind of thing. Cause I literally felt like absolutely a hundred. There was some music playing that was sick. <laughs> it was from like my time, but then there was like yeah. some of this new shit and it's like, huh? Who, these people know the words to this? What is this? I've never even heard it. So, uh. <laughs> one of my favorite tiktok channels is if they played our childhood music in the club and it's like all these club remixes of songs from like disney or like our childhood like i don't know like backstreet boys and it's amazing dude if backstreet if backstreet's back would have came on last night oh that would have been great this would have stopped and i would have been unhinged and just like just you know doing <laughs> some of it. those yeah that would have been awesome Okay, let's do this. Moss, thanks for your encouraging words. I feel much better to start this show. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even have a coffee. I didn't even get a yeah, coffee. Yeah, what's morning. up with that? Well, I got, like, I made coffee, but mm. I, uh, I, I, well, it also snowed last night. We got home at about two. And in, in, the, in the hours between us getting home and us waking up, it snowed. So. Okay, Dungeon Week kicks off. Let's do it. <laughs> 